It's the way. Yeah, it's the way. You ain't heard of us. Hey, Rams. Hey, hey welcome. What? Heard with us. If you look around for a word to trust, check the star seed journey. You can learn from us. Sex, sleep, drugs. What we gonna discuss? Whatever you need to be prosperous. Negativity superfluous. All we really want is for you to just be true to you and be who you are. Cause you are a star and you will go far. You can succeed at all of your dreams. You'll get your degree and all of those things. But you must take care of your health. Cherish yourself, your body, your mental, your brains, and your wealth. You can have fun and still be well. That's what we do here at the wealth. Congratulations on making it through one of the weirdest school years on record. Whether you're graduating this year or not, you deserve to feel proud. If you are graduating, I hope you are proud, but you might also be feeling a little awkward. Things are opening up a bit, but we're not quite post-pandemic yet, and most grad ceremonies are online. You might be understandably bummed out that you can't walk across that stage in person. Then again, you might not even care. I was shocked when one of my high school friends said he wasn't even interested in going to his own graduation. But everybody's different, and that's part of what makes VCU great. Regardless, there are lots of ways to celebrate. Take pictures, eat cake, do a drive-by celebration, have a small party outside with only your favorite people. Make sure you stay distanced and wear masks whenever you're not eating. Don't invite COVID to your cookout. You get the idea. Do whatever you want to do within the bounds of safety to make this moment special, because it is. Like, not to get all poetic on you, but I graduated from VCU a few, six years ago. And at the time, well, yeah, I was proud of myself and relieved. Okay, I was a nervous wreck because I actually didn't know if I'd passed my last class the day I walked. I found out later that day that I did. But even after that was resolved, I also had this feeling of, oh, if only I'd done more. If only I'd made the most of my experiences, gotten slightly better grades, etc. And at VCU, it's easy to feel the FOMO because it's such a huge school with so many different opportunities. If I could go back in time and tell myself a few things, one would be to remember that I made it and to give myself a break. It's easy to see all the little stuff you did wrong and lose sight of the big picture, which is that you already did so much by getting to this point. I'd also tell myself to chillax and take life one little step at a time. It's normal not to know what to do next when you're doing something you've never done before. But if you keep trying little by little to figure it out, you'll start to get somewhere. Anyway, that's enough from me. Here are just a few other pieces of advice from people who have graduated in the past. Mia says, I would say, take a moment to soak in everything you've accomplished so far. Success is not linear, and it's okay to take a beat to figure out where to go next. Kiana says, I feel like the biggest piece of advice I would have given myself is not to get caught up in destination happiness, understanding that it is okay to live in the moment and not chase the next big thing. What's for you will always come to you. What's meant to happen will happen. Instead of chasing happiness, give yourself permission to create your own. Oh, and always trust your gut. Trisha says, For me, I would tell myself that it's okay to let go of the people and things that don't shape you into your best self. I also would tell myself to listen to and trust your instincts. Learn early how to forgive yourself for a wrong turn. We do the best we can with the information and tools we have. Live fully, learn as much as you can, and when you know better, be better. 
Kendall says, if you don't have your whole life figured out right now, it's okay. You have time to get it together. Take a gap year if you need it. Do some volunteer work. Find your passion. You can always go back to school for a completely different field, like me, because you're allowed to change your mind. What's good? This is the last time y'all are going to be hearing from me before summer. Congrats on making it through this really difficult semester, though, because those online classes were no joke. Anyways, it's starting to get a little bit toasty outside, and y'all already know what that means. Hot girl summer! Ew, ew, ew. <laughs> and enter the pressure to have the perfectly chiseled, oiled up, saucy, and sultry Baywatch body. I mean, it seems like it's all about losing weight and toning up your muscles, right? Like, I've seen so much subtle pressure from the internet, specifically TikTok. People jokingly making a sandwich out of ice with water as sauce, or eating a single pasta noodle, or a single piece of spinach with a blue on top. Don't get me wrong, I love a joke as much as the next person, but at some point it can really definitely start to feel like we should be actively trying to get skinny or fit for swimsuit season, and that's not really helpful or healthy. As psychologists and therapists here in Atkins said, it can be dangerous when we associate health with weight, and also when we try to lose weight in a short amount of time. We can do more harm than good to our bodies, and it can lead to eating disorders. The truth is, the Instagram model standard is not real and there is no perfect body. And trying to change yourself rapidly to fit this absolutely absurd standard is not physically or mentally healthy. So for people who are feeling this pressure or who are feeling nervous about showing more skin this summer, we are all built differently. There is no single right body for summer or any other season for that matter. And if you're feeling the need to change your body, please just take a second and ask yourself, why do you feel this way? Why do you want to change and who are you doing it for? It can be hard not to judge yourself against other people, but remember, we can't all look the same. And why would we? Like, why would we want that? Also, those photos on Instagram are superposed, perfectly lit, photoshopped, facetuned, and filtered to the gods. Not even models look like models at this point. On the subject of judgment, I'd also like to say, make sure that you're not judging other people on their bodies. How you take care of your body is your business, and how somebody else takes care of their body is theirs. You never know how much your judgments might hurt somebody, so be careful what you say. Even negative comments about your own body, if said loud enough, can have an effect on others who hear them. Now that that's been said, I'd like to put y'all into something that I personally feel is a much better way to think about our bodies. It's not called body positivity, it's called body neutrality. Well, what's that? What's the difference between the two? I've never heard of it. Great questions! I'm sure we're all familiar with body positivity. It's mainly focused on accepting the way our bodies look. Body neutrality, on the other hand, is about more than that. It's about taking it a step further. It's about taking that laser focus off of how your body looks and then shifting the conversation to talk more about how your body feels. More specifically, according to the Huffington Post, body neutrality is really rooted in acknowledging what your body does, not how it appears. Like, your body allows you to exercise, travel the world, and experience new cultures. Your body gives you the ability to hold hands and hug someone. Your body gets you from point A to point B. Well, how the hell is that helpful? Another great question. Well, for starters, <clears throat> body positivity can be not so helpful for some. While it is a step up from body hate, it still involves focusing on your appearance and trying to think of yourself as attractive. And that can be great sometimes, but body neutrality is permission to stop caring whether you're attractive and start accepting yourself as a whole person who has worth regardless of looks. 
Body neutrality helps you focus on you and not other people and their perception of you. It also still offers the opportunity for you to change your body and lifestyle, but for a genuinely beneficial purpose on your terms. So if your body already feels good and is doing everything that you need it to do, you don't have to worry about how it looks because it's already given what needs to be gave. So if you're hearing this, I hope that you feel confident enough to live however you want to live and wear whatever the hell you want because it's summer, arguably the best season, and there is a lot of fun to be had. Have a great summer, y'all. Yo, congrats on completing this spring semester. We all know with COVID cases still being a thing, it's been a difficult school year. If you're like me, maybe you had the chance to experience campus life before COVID-19 reared its ugly head. That sudden switch to online learning could have been a little tricky. Maybe this was your first year as a RAM. And you didn't have to find a way to balance that new shift. You had to find a way to balance the campus experience with trying to stay safe and healthy. Different balance, but still difficult. I couldn't imagine being new to VCU, wanting to explore, but also not being able to really explore the way we could pre-COVID. If college has taught me anything, it's that sometimes super unexpected things happen and we have to find a way to adapt. I could go through the plethora of experiences I have, well, experienced, but I really wanted to focus on one, being on campus during the summer. Finishing up a lease or a job or internship, campus can be a lot different during the summer. And I know switching to summer campus life may not be as big a deal as dealing with COVID, but in my experience, there are some similarities. One thing that attracted me to VCU was the hustle and bustle. I loved that there was always something going on. You could hear people talking, walking, and going about their business. On a warm day, you could see a huge group of people sitting in Monroe Park or out front of Cavill Library enjoying the weather. Food vendors handing out colorful snacks at extremely reasonable prices. You might catch your favorite professor standing in the same food line as you and end up chatting them up. During the school year, VCU feels like a living, thriving community. Even with COVID making us stay inside, the nicer weather and vaccines distribution has made more people willing to venture outside safely. That energy is still finding a way to spread but during the summer, it slows down a lot. When I first experienced VCU summer, it felt like I was one of the Avengers that survived the Thanos snap. Campus had a fraction of the people, with a fraction of the noise, and a fraction of the readily available communal energy. It's a legitimately odd experience. On a day with the prettiest of weather, the amount of people sitting outside enjoying it would be comparable to the amount of people you'd see outside on a super frigid day during finals week. If you're like me, you might find yourself standing around and thinking, so what do I do? First off, if you're taking a summer class, I recommend primarily focusing on that until it ends. Summer classes move at an extremely fast pace. And you have to find a way to balance that summer fun and summer work equally as fast. 
If not, you may end up like me, writing an essay in the car on the way to an Anderson Pack and Thundercat concert. The concert, amazing. The essay, not so much. Also, communication is key. Maybe if I talked to my professor about my situation, they would have given me a reasonable extension. I mean, who doesn't like Anna's impact? Something major I dealt with was my homies not being in Richmond at the same time I was. Your friends may be on vacation, their lease may be up and have returned to their home counties or maybe even home states. They could be studying abroad, the list goes on. Or maybe your friends are around but swamped with a class or an internship and aren't super free. Something I found that helped me cope was to explore Richmond while listening to some of my favorite music. One of my favorite memories was discovering a local bread shop, walking to it while blasting some funky tunes, copying said bread, then going to Kroger to pick up some groceries, going home and cooking up some stew to pair with this local sourdough. Richmond has so many cool shops and restaurants that need our support during COVID. And at this point, most places have perfected their to-go slash outdoor eating system. So it's a lot easier than before. There are even beautiful parks and scenic spots to chill out at and just require a couple Googles to track down. You can never go wrong with Belle Isle. Also, when was the last time you went deep into the shelves of Cabell Library? There are seriously some hidden gems, and I highly recommend getting lost in there one day. Take some time to figure out something fun and new to do that lines up with your interests. And when your friends are finally free or back in town, it'll be a glorious reunion where you can look super cool because you found all these spots to take them. Just like everything else college throws at you, with small adjustment and self-reflection, you can come out on top. Please enjoy the summer and take advantage of what Richmond has to offer. Safely, of course, because you know, COVID, yeah, you know. Alright, peace. After over a year of being in a pandemic, a vaccine has been developed and is now available for the public. But what does that mean for life now? Will things go back to normal? Well, first things first, to ease your minds on the COVID vaccines and how safe they are. Yes, they are safe, and yes, getting the vaccine is effective at keeping you from getting COVID and teaches our immune systems to recognize and fight against it. Side effects such as soreness in the arm are perfectly normal, so you don't have to worry about turning into a slime monster from Scooby-Doo if you do get a little tired, hot, or achy in the first few days after your shot. However, if arm redness and tenderness worsens after 24 hours or symptoms persist after a few days, you should contact a doctor. If you are considered fully vaccinated, I have great news for you. The CDC says that you can resume activities prior to the pandemic without needing a mask, and you don't need to physically distance. There are places that still require masks though, so keep that mask on you just in case. However, even with the vaccines, we should still continue practicing safe behaviors like washing our hands for 20 seconds and wearing a mask for those who aren't fully vaccinated yet. Since the vaccine is new and not everyone has had a chance to receive theirs yet, practicing the safe behavior keeps everyone safe. And if you did get a chance to get the vaccine, depending on the vaccine you got, it takes time for your body to build immunity against COVID. If you got the Pfizer or Moderna vaccine, it takes two weeks after the second dose. And if you got the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, it takes two weeks after the single dose before you are considered fully vaccinated. If you haven't had your vaccine yet, sign up today. A great resource to check out is www.vaccines.gov to help find local providers distributing the vaccine. 
Link will be in the description. And remember to check the CDC guidelines to stay up to date with information regarding COVID and COVID safety. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I'm about to graduate. Ah! The excitement tickles my insides. It's coming, it's really coming. Oh, it's here. Wow, I did it. <laughs> I'm here now, graduated. Wow, I haven't been out of school since I was like three years old. I'm free, I'm finally free. I'm free! Cool. All right, okay, well, what now? What's next? Well, expectation, get a job immediately, jump into the workforce, get into grad school, become a tax-paying citizen of society. Reality, you may not know what's next. There's so many options and possibilities, and on top of that, it's such a weird time in the world. Give yourself some grace for doing something you've never done before. It's okay to take a break. Acknowledge that what may be a good step for some may not be for others. Prioritize what you want to do. If you need time to recover from school, it might be a good thing to put yourself first. Follow your own path. Follow your own path. If you move in with your parents or get a job that's not in your field, there's nothing wrong with that. Don't feel bad about yourself for doing what you gotta do to make it work for you. And don't forget, it's not over. This is just the beginning of your next steps. You can access the Career Center for a year after graduation. Check out careers.vcu.edu for other post-grad resources available for alumni at VCU. You've worked hard to get to this point. You've scrimped and saved, studied and stressed, pulled a couple all-nighters. There may be many thoughts running through your head. Dread, anxiety, the impending pressure of entering the world's workforce. It can be overwhelming at times, but through it all, stay mindful. Take care of yourself. You made it this far. We're proud of you. You finna make it. Love. The well.